welcome back to the Namaste Teach podcast. This is Jen. Hey, and this is Tisha. How's everybody doing? And we're coming at you from our spring break. And so here in Charleston, this is our spring break, but we know that we've got listeners from all over the country, all over, maybe internationally now, who knows? Um, so your breaks are going to be different, but if you are on spring break, happy spring break. And we've got a few different topics for you today, kind of around that break and that retreat and boundaries. And so first of all, I want to ask those of you that are taking a spring break this week or have an upcoming break in the coming weeks, how are you truly making that distinction of break? As we talked about in the last couple episodes, our lives have drastically changed as we're experiencing this uh, pandemic. And I think because of that, a lot of the lines are sort of blurred and we want to help you reframe those boundaries. You know, yeah. Like, yes, go ahead, Tisha. Yeah, we do. And, and want you to kind of think about uh, a few things about like, how have, have you been moving your body during this time? Uh, and if you're if you're on spring break, what do you plan to do differently to distinguish the time working and being at home and having that that work and the life balance and the quarantine balance? Like finding the balance with all of those things is so important during this time. So we're going to delve into a few things, some practices that we could do, and just some ways that we could. Uh, disconnect while still trying to stay connected yes I mean it was one of those things that earlier Tisha and I were talking and it's like connection through the internet through apps like zoom and google hangout and house party and there's probably a million others are kind of our ways of being social right now in this period of social distancing but that in and of itself it needs some sort of a counterbalance um, and so we talked a lot about nature. Like, for example, we're recording here now. I have two calls tonight and it's a Sunday and I'm on spring break and these are social calls. And that's what I want to do. It's with my people. It's my way to stay connected with them. But in between for me, nature has been a great solace. So as soon as I get off this call, I plan to hop outside to my garden with my little people and just get my hands in the earth. And that for me has been a really great balance with all of this tech time. And then putting up boundaries with that tech time, I've actually started something new for me, which is, well, first of all, I've turned the notifications off on my text messaging, which was huge. And I don't know, that might not be novel for everybody, but for me, I had not done that before. And then I have set times throughout the day where I'm checking my phone and I'm giving a good amount of time to that to really be present with the time that I'm on my phone and really to, on the other end, be present on the time that I'm not plugged in. So Jen, you said like you turned off your, your notifications. Um, with your text messages so like if a new text message comes in you don't know if it's coming exactly until you check it that's interesting okay i didn't i didn't really know you could like do that but i i do it with um i put it on do not disturb and then i don't get anything on do not disturb and i kind of i really do like that so i'm i'm more in control because the phone sometimes they have they have a tendency to control us. Absolutely. I mean, these they're, they're wonderful uh, things to have, but it's a double-edged sword sometimes. I mean, we could like check our phones when we get up or not check our phones. It's like you got to make decisions 
on what you allow in and what you don't allow in. So if you know, I'm just spending too much time on the phone. I just need to get off of it. Turn that do not disturb on. I use that when I teach my meditation classes, I'll turn the do not disturb on because I don't want those interruptions to come in mm -hmm. uh, while I'm teaching. But the same thing, I can apply it to everyday life. You know, mm -hmm. do not disturb. It's not like you're trying to like cut yourself off from people, but in this time when we're disconnected physically and we're more connected electronically, it could be um, detrimental to, to our peace and our balance. And it could add to our anxiety that we're feeling, especially if you're getting those news alerts on your phone. Mm -hmm. And some people are like really dialed into the news thing. And I said, I made a, a conscious uh, decision mentally before we got on and started talking that I'm not going to watch any news this week uh, for spring break. I will, I do admit I am an NPR fanatic and have been since I was 14, but I'm going to just check NPR in the morning and listen to maybe like an hour, just do all things considered at four and then that's it or five o'clock when all things considered comes on from, from five o'clock to six, that's an hour or maybe not the whole hour, but cause that's a lot of time to, to spend just listening, but I'm usually doing other things when I'm doing that, but watching the TV and the press conferences with the coronavirus task force, all of that has to stop for me this week. So I don't know if the same thing goes to all of you that are listening out there or anybody that's listening that you might want to do that, just, you know, some food for thought, but it's good to unplug from that because a lot of fear is out there and they're saying, you know, things are going to happen worse this week. You know, it's worst is yet to come. You're hearing about all those things, but we got to stay present and not let those emotions like take us so far away from ourselves and, and our families and just being connected and being there for the people that we love and care about because we're so wrapped up in the cycle of the chaos that's going on. Yeah. And it's like with all the chaos going on, it's like we have to find ways to protect our energy and to create our internal peace. And that reminds me, um, you know, it's like, like you said, for you, it's the constant like news and your your love for NPR, but how you now had to put a boundary and it's something that you love, but at the same time, where is that balance or where is that harmony? Where's that sense of alignment? So I think about a week ago, I was just, you know, we've all had our own roller coaster of emotions with this whole process. And so about a week ago, I really needed to just like retreat. And I've been taking an active break from social media. And that was just something from the beginning that I just wanted to do because it was just so much energy and so much conversation around all of this. So that's something that I had done. But also, I just kind of took a day to myself. And I um, asked my husband to just like, you know, take all the, the host responsibilities. And I just needed some me time. And I did some of my own reflection and meditation and through that, I created this process that I wanted to share with listeners. And what I did was I wrote down four things that leave me feeling empty and four things that make me feel whole and complete. And that was really just so eye-opening for me and really helpful. Um, and one of them was like my addiction to my phone. Because as we said, that is our means of connecting right now in a time where we have to physically distance ourselves from others. And I just didn't like the way I was interacting with my technology. 
because now we're having to interact with technology more than we have before. So that helped me put up that boundary. And then I realized on the, what makes me whole and complete. And it was the taking time in nature and truly taking that, that retreat time for myself and meditation. And that looks different. That's going to look different for everybody, but I just wanted to put that out to listeners to take the time to reflect on what, how you want to show up. That was one of our questions before. How do you want to show up throughout this time? How do you want to be present? And what are some ways that you can connect back to yourself through all of this? That's true. That's, that's really good. And uh, I did a retreat day myself one day. I can't even remember the days are blurring together so much, um, but it was, I think it was a Tuesday because I remember after Monday, Tuesday came and I was just like, I got to shut this down. Yes. So I didn't even like connect into work uh, I did not, my mom, she was like, I didn't hear from you yesterday. What, where were you? <laughs> so, cause we talked like a few times during the day. So I was just like, I need it. I told her, I just said, mom, I just needed to shut down. And she was like, Hey, it'd it be like that sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. And we kind of laughed about it, but it does. I mean, you have to just like find a space for yourself and if you, you know, you have someone that can take care of some of the responsibilities at your house or let the responsibilities let go. Okay. I'm not going to clean up for a day. Mm -hmm. I mean, my house is clean. I'm, you know, I, I'll make something for dinner, make myself something to eat. My husband, you know, he may have to fend for himself that day. He's, it's, it'll be all right. Right. You know, whatever you need to take mm -hmm. and, and not feeling any, any judgment behind that or around that and just unplugging from it all and plugging in, getting back to the inner, their inner work, the four things that leave you empty. That's so profound. And you shared your list with me and I was like, yeah, I can relate. You know, the things that leave you feeling depleted and just feel like you just have like just an emptiness inside and you know that I really don't need this. And that's another thing. Maybe you can change those things to like the things that leave you empty, but the things that no longer are serving your highest good. That's a good point. You know, mm -hmm. the things that are no longer serving your highest good right now. And it could be things like, I'm just so, and just being, grat being grateful, having gratitude. But the things that are serving me right now is the need not to, have to put on put on a mask <laughs> you know uh like not that we we all do it we all let's be honest we all do it the face that we show to the world in our in our careers and our jobs and what we do now we're we're at the time where we don't have to do that mm -hmm. so i haven't like put on makeup I mean, even a little bit, but even for like the calls with the, the staff, my staff at school, sometimes you feel like, oh, I need to like look a certain way, but you could turn your screen off. Mm -hmm. You know, you're still there. You could turn your screen off, but not having those pressures of having to get dressed. I mean, I'm loving being comfortable mm -hmm. and wearing my yoga pants and my comfy clothes and my t-shirts and, you know, jeans and whatever but just you know the things that are not serving me is the need to have to like impress or put on a face or you know an image of the world you know just being being with yourself and being being comfortable with that that can be a part of your practice too that you think about this week you know am I comfortable with who I am where I am and 
if you want to do something that might be out of the ordinary, do it. Mm -hmm. You know, it might be, I've been wanting to like get a thousand piece puzzle and take everything off my living room table and do a puzzle, you know, just something as quirky as that, you know, just like whatever you need right now, if it's taking a retreat day, like set it up. And the other friends are doing this. Other people are taking those retreats and, you know, being intentional about it, you know, make yourself some herbal tea, get your journal out, um, get a, a fun novel that you've been wanting to read and just, just dive in, you know, or do a, a film festival for yourself. We've been, we've been like doing those, like watch like three movies back to back That's that awesome. you like movies that you haven't seen in a long time or classic films or, you know, just getting into things that take you away from it all, mm -hmm. but at the same time, connecting you deeper to yourself. Absolutely. I think there's a serious invitation right now. And like we said, us, you know, being positive and optimistic about that isn't being with our head in the sand. We know that there's a lot of chaos and a lot of reality around us that is not positive right now. But how can we use this time to connect deeper with ourselves and use it as a learning tool to get into our inner world? Um, and in some ways that can be painful for some folks just trying, just have, being confronted. I think sometimes the busyness of everyday life that's been taken away from us during this time, like makes us confront some things in ourselves and in our lives that we may not have. But I think it's again, ultimately for our highest good, because it's important that we are showing up in relation to ourselves right now and delving in whatever that looks like and finding ways to have some joy and um, another piece of all this was that whole creating a sanctuary in our homes, but also mm -hmm. finding a way to separate this space because most of us and definitely educators for the most part, I mean, of course, there are some virtual schools and I don't know if some of our listeners are teachers in those, but for the most part, our lives as educators has drastically changed in terms of our physical space and various other tools. So now we're working from home. How are we separating the work in our home physically are there certain rooms we were talking about earlier like we don't do work in our bedroom that's like a safe space that's like a sanctuary space so i don't want to physically bring work into my bedroom that has an energetic implication for me um but setting up that space in our house or even like a little labyrinth i was thinking about this i've been spending a lot of time in my yard i'm, I'm having like this weeding obsession i'm like obsessed with getting like every weed in my yard and we're replanting a garden and all that and a lot of it's like really beautiful and then there's like a shed in our backyard and we've just been doing laps around it. And I think of that as like our little labyrinth, like as soon as <laughs> we're off. This, yeah. And I was like, this yeah, is peaceful, yeah. sorry, but as soon as I get off of like my work calls or tech time, I'm like, all right, everybody outside. And we just do a couple laps to like set ourselves up around the shed and that's our labyrinth. So just finding the spaces in our, in our space right now to be that sanctuary for us. I think that's something else I wanted to explore. That is true, and it's so it's so important. But uh, that's awesome. And I was thinking about you know just being outdoors, and like you said, we our hearts go out to the people that aren't experiencing warm weather um, in South Carolina right now. It's it's nice, and the weather is nice, and it's you know you can see the signs of spring. And the other day, I had my windows open. Our windows are open now, but then the pollen. Um, luckily doesn't really bother us that much just a little bit mm -hmm. but there was a bird that just landed on the windowsill 
and kind of stayed there. And I just took a moment. I was like, oh, hi. Like, you know, you came to visit. And then the bird just kind of flew away. So, you know, just like recognizing nature and, and like you said, getting out there in your yard. And, and a lot of people are doing that. But one thing while we're, while we're getting outside, I want us to think about the emotions that are, that are stored in our bodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on a call this morning and we were talking about that, about the importance of movement at this time and moving our bodies and making sure that we're releasing some of that energy because uh, not as light as we may take it, but as heavy as we're taking this, we're storing a lot of these emotions. Mm-hmm. A lot of these emotions that we're feeling, we know that when we are experiencing trauma and we're, we're experiencing trauma right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we are, this is a traumatic event that, that the world is going through and we just need to acknowledge that. And we need to accept that, that we are in a state of trauma right now, but you don't have to stay in that state uh, because now more than ever, and exercise has always been important and movement has always been important to have in our lives, be it our yoga practice, if you practice Tai Chi, Chi Gong, running, walking, bike riding, swimming, whatever, whatever you're doing, playing tennis, you know, whatever you do to, to release some of that, uh, energy or anxiety or just keep yourself healthy and fit we need that now more than ever because as we go through this and continue to go through this our bodies are storing a lot of those emotions and it gets stored in our hips it gets stored in our neck i mean we store we store the the anxiety and the energy so it's so important to dispel that and to release that on a daily basis. Absolutely. And I think that could even go back to the what energizes you and what depletes you and making sure that you're making space and moving your body can look a variety of ways, you know, of course, like bike riding or some of the meditation or um, yoga or Tai Chi that you talked about, or just even like running around your yard or whatever, but finding a way to release that energy that works for you. I think that that's really important now. Um, right a lot of that it's a personalized journey it's a personalized mm-hmm. journey and that we find out what works for us you find out what works for you and you just have fun with it uh a blog that i was a part of this week uh they talked this woman talked about she and her husband have a, a dance party in their living room every like awesome. every night you know they've like put on their favorite songs and my husband and i we do like a youtube thing where he'll pick a song like what he's thinking about and we'll talk about it. And last night we were listening to the doors and Pink Floyd and uh, some jazz and all kinds of stuff. But it's just, it's just good to find <clears throat> that space, like you said, and, and the movement is really important with our bodies because we know that uh, we release a lot of the stress hormones when we move and the meditation, um, practice is great as well but meditation can take on so many different forms Mm -hmm. Um, there are many forms of contemplative practices it could be painting Um, one person that I was checking in with this week said she started drawing again you know like uh, looking out your window or going outside and taking a sketch pad or a piece of paper and some pencils and just sketching what you see you know, just those things like that can just bring you so much joy and um, really make you feel good. 
Yeah. And it gets you into that present moment, that flow state, right? Where you, time just passes mm -hmm. because, you know, part of this is the anxiety is like the unknown or the uncertainty and the whole time factor. How long is this going to last? What is this going to look like? But if we can do things that really help us stay in the present moment, I think that of course is where our true power lies in this. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So we've unpacked a lot of things. I don't know what our time's looking like, Jen, but uh, we've given uh, our listeners a whole lot to, to think about. And for those people that are on spring break, the teachers that are on spring break, and you have kids at home, you're on spring break, you might want to um, get in the kitchen. I've been seeing people, you know, doing recipes mm -hmm. and, you know, in their kitchen, cooking things. I broke out some recipe books uh, yesterday. I want to make a few things, you know, went to the grocery store, picked up some stuff and, uh, you know, just wanting to, to cook and nourish and, mm -hmm. and enjoy, you know, food and mindful eating is another practice mm -hmm. that, um, uh, I've done and just like taking the time to chew your food and, and smell it and taste it and just, um, enjoy, enjoy eating. Cause in our normal existence, we're rushing around mm -hmm. and we're eating on the go and, you know, we're not taking the time to really, you know, meditate on, on the food and just being thankful for the people that are, are out there picking the food mm -hmm. and uh, sending our love out to them and the produce. And like yesterday, I bought these fine tomatoes that are gorgeous and avocados and just things like that. And that people, human, human energy and hands went into it and just, you know, the, the growth of it, just thinking about how this came to be, Yeah. you know, it, it, your food did travel, but you know, it was a seed and how that seed was nurtured and how, you know, the sunlight and the rain, all of that went into it. And the same, we can equate it to our lives. A lot went, went into our lives as it is now and what brought us to this moment but in the space that we're all sharing right now um it's just it's a scary time but there's some beauty in this and, and we got to find that too it's a lot of scary stuff happening mm -hmm. but if we just like take some time we got to have the balance with it there's a lot of connections there's a lot of new connections that are made people are coming to mind. Like you said, you're connecting with people from college mm -hmm. and just friends. And two people came to my mind today and I'm like, I'm going to call them today. They may not pick up or they may not respond, but I'm thinking about them. And it's important that we send that out to people that we're thinking about them during this time, but just, you know, get out there, do stuff and unplug, disconnect, connect, use your boundaries. You know, if you feel like you need something uh, personally that you could take the time, it might be a bath. I know some people are taking baths and, you know, doing your own manicures or, you know, just things that you would normally like go out to do. We're finding that we can do it here. I was talking to my mom and just now she was like, before uh, the call, she was like, you know what? I got so much stuff that I need to clean out. And she's like, I don't need to buy anything. Mm -hmm. She's like, not that, you know, she was a buyer, but she would like disconnect and go to Target. You know, like some people do that mm -hmm. and, and they, they spend that time. But she was like, I don't need anything. She's like, I don't need anything. I can be at home and 
be at peace with yourself and getting to that place. It could be a scary place. And let us not forget about the children that are out there that are in situations where it may not be as safe. Let's just, you know, send our thoughts to them or people that may be in unsafe situations during this time because the because we like our homes and we love being at our homes and it's our sanctuaries. It's not sanctuary for a lot of people. You know, some people may experience more trauma from being at home. So we can just hope that, you know, they can find some peace or reach out to people and get the help that they need during this time. Yes, exactly. I think, um, you know, mindfulness, like you said, and, and the gratitude for where we are, like, I'm assuming that, but maybe that's not an assumption I should be making, but people that are listening to this are seeing that their spaces as a sanctuary are able to have this self-care. Um, but that has been something that's been weighing heavy on my heart is our students and our families that are mm-hmm. in trauma. And now they have this unknown period of time where they're there. And that can be really hard for us as educators. And most of us are empathetic. So kind of feeling that energy too. So just finding ways to release that and also finding ways to connect, but not own it. If there's something that's beyond our control, Um, you know, this is probably another topic for another episode, but I just think that that is a reality that's weighing on our minds as educators really heavily now, thinking about our students that are in homes that are not safe and that don't have that sanctuary. Right, right. And still, you know, and we say, you know, disconnect to have your spring break, but for those teachers and educators out there that, you know, you feel led to like connect with your students, I mean, do that. You, you, can, you can do that during this time, but we just want you to be able to remember yourself at this time and resourcing ourselves is so important during this time and you know even though you may not be connecting with your students you can you always send them your love and your prayers or be thinking about them and their families Mm -hmm. and if you have cards you know you could write them a card you got we have our students addresses Um, you know, in our families, we could send their, send the family a card. Hey, thinking about you. That's something that I might do this week. Exactly. Connect, collect, thank you cards. And just thank y'all for being who you are and me being able to share my gifts with you and to be your teacher. And I'm so grateful to do that. Just like, just send it out there, you know, and, uh, those things go a long way and people appreciate that. I think so, that that connection and finding that connection. We've been doing a lot of pen pal letters. Um, My daughter has been writing letters to her teachers and friends, and it's been just such a nice, old-fashioned way to connect. Mm -hmm. And I remember the great feeling of getting snail mail and sending it out and just knowing that you're putting it out there. Um, So I think that that's really important too. And to the thought of like those teachers that are feeling like they want to connect, I guess my thought to anything is, If you're doing something out of inspiration, then you should do it. It's when Mm -hmm. we're doing things out of desperation or obligation. That's when you get the resentment. That's when you feel like it's work or you're crossing a boundary. So that's where the getting to know yourself is really important, doing the things that inspire you, not the things that you feel are motivated by desperation or obligation. So that might just be a good, you know, for that. That's true. And I know uh, educators out there may have felt some pressure this week, you know, from their staff. I know some teachers have been reaching out to me and saying that 
they've been working harder at home than they do at school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that's been weighing on a lot of people and just, again, not being in your body and sitting down looking at a screen or a computer when we're used to being in our classrooms and walking around our school building and walking in our halls and having that movement, mm-hmm. you know, so, uh, yeah, the obligation piece and the feeling depleted from that, that's, that's huge. But if you're inspired, if you're inspired to do something and it's coming from a, a place of, of pure gratitude and love, I say, do it. I say, do it too, because that's just going to send out more goodness and you're going to feel better about yourself and the person that you're touching is going to feel better as well. I agree. Well, we've definitely given everybody a lot to think about. And um, as always, these podcasts are so inspiring for me as well. I always walk away. This is something that I would say is one of my bucket fillers or something that energizes me, just having these important conversations around important topics. So thank you all for being here. Take care of yourself this week and, and every week. But if you are on break, find ways to really enjoy the break, get mindful, do what makes that fills you up. And we look forward to hearing from you again soon. Yeah. And I will also try to uh, this week with the podcast and with our listeners to uh, attach the email address to Namaste Teach so that if anyone wants to reach out to us via email, uh, if you have an idea for a story, if you want to be on, uh, we're open to those suggestions. So I'll uh, figure out a way to, to add our email address to the show notes. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Hey, y'all take care and be well. Stay safe. Thank you.